Hey everybody and happy episode 26. I can hardly believe that and I also can hardly believe that summer is slowly wrapping up. September is right around the corner, schools and classes are starting and for a lot of us that means that we are about to be thrown into a little bit of a faster paced routine. I don't know about you, but I know that when I start to feel more spread thin, I actually can feel myself going inwards a little bit. And what I mean by that is I can feel myself being less inclined to reach out to others. I'm less inclined to spend time with others. And instead, I almost start wanting to hoard whatever time I have and keep it all to myself because I've spread myself so thin that I don't have much time to begin with. But we know that any type of leadership or influence requires interaction. It requires reaching out and not just being a hermit or sticking to me, myself, and I all the time. So with the busyness picking back up and things to do and places to be and all that jazz, how can we make our leadership development still play a major role in the more spread thin seasons of our life? Welcome to today's episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast, where we offer bite-sized lessons and steps that you can implement as a part of your journey towards becoming the very best that you can be. This is your podcast host, Brigitte Bornstein, and just so you know, for planning purposes, we release a new episode the first and third Tuesday of every month with some amazing guests. Thank you so much for joining me for today's discussion. I hope you'll return my handshake to you. You can do that through becoming a part of this community on Instagram, my website, bestyoucanbe.com, or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments. So right now it's August, and if I were to ask you, how's your summer been? Uh, I feel like a lot of us would probably say something like crazy. And for me personally, in just the past couple of months, we have gotten a house ready for sale, moved across plenty of states to a whole new city. I personally finished an internship. I started a new nine to five job. I balanced a part-time job helping someone launch and edit her own podcast. I continued to grow my health and wellness business that I am super duper passionate about. I continued working on healing a foot injury that I recently had surgery on, and yes, that takes a lot of time. I went home to work with my sister to throw a surprise party for my mom for her birthday, and of course, I've kept up with getting great guests and writing content for these episodes, which I absolutely adore and I find so fulfilling. And honestly, it was a lot. I know what it's like to be spread super thin, and I know you do too. And for me personally, I noticed as I added things to my plate and reached what really felt like max capacity for me, I was more inclined to skip weekend phone calls with my family or maybe brush my really, really close friend off one more week for a catch-up FaceTime. I've been tempted to go into work and not spend time interacting and pouring into coworkers because I just really want to get my to-do list done, get in, get out, like be focused. Or I might come home and I look at my to-do list and get so overwhelmed that I just get paralyzed. I know you know the feeling. <laughs> There's just so much to do that where do you even start, right? In today's episode, we're going to cover all things leading while being spread thin 
from the discipline to look beyond the here and now craziness to value-based prioritization, from practically getting rid of distractions to still prioritizing the people that matter in your life and still prioritizing people in your leadership roles. So I'd like to start with why, and I know this might seem super basic, but I still think there is some value in this. Picture yourself in the busiest, most spread thin season of your life, juggling all sorts of commitments, and oftentimes the easiest thing to let go to create more time is people. Spending time with people, asking them genuinely how they are, and patiently having conversations with them to help them feel cared about, that's oftentimes what we feel like is the easiest thing to let go, but that's actually some of the most important time to spend, right? We don't want to let that go. Leadership is others-focused. Leadership is servant-oriented. And leading others is ultimately really fulfilling. We all know that, and... That's why we're digging into our leadership right now so that we can develop the tools and the skills necessary to influence and encourage others for good. The last thing we should let get in the way of that important mission is a calendar that's too full. So one way we can do that is by developing the discipline to look beyond the here and now. The discipline to look past the noise in our life right now to focus instead on the bigger picture and the long-term goal of our life. And you want to do that for a couple of reasons. One, looking past just the two feet in front of you, just the today's to-do list, just what we have on our plate right now, looking past that takes a load off your shoulders. It lets grace enter the picture. You're able to think of how things might shift and change and how some things that are on your plate right now might actually be wrapping up somewhere on the horizon. So you can show yourself grace for feeling like you're in a little bit of a valley schedule-wise because you can see that, all things considered, you literally might be in a valley. (laughs) So for me, personally, I felt really calmed by reminding myself that yes, I was super busy, but once we finish the move and get settled in, that's a whole chunk of time that I get back. Or right now, I'm reminding myself that I'm still new to a brand new city and I get to show myself grace for not having the most efficient routine because I know that it'll get better once I figure out this whole commuting thing. And believe me, I've had some really funny stories there. So I guess just a side tangent, I grew up in Kentucky, so I don't drive like a grandma, but I also don't drive like I just had 10 cups of coffee and I'm in a super bad mood and I want to ruin everybody else's day. (laughs) I don't honk my horn ever and I also don't cut people off when I'm driving. So driving here where we moved has been a big adjustment for me and then there's also the train which I've also been learning to take and one time I thought I was going to be late to catch the train so I was hoofing it. I was huffing and puffing and walking so fast that I might as well have been running and only to find that I actually read the train schedule completely wrong and I ended up being an hour early. So that was defeating, to say the least. Um, More where that came from, but those inefficiencies are things that actually do take up space in my schedule and they contribute to my potentially feeling spread thin. And I know that there are little 
bumps in the road right now for you too. But taking a step back, these things are temporary. I'll get better with my commuting and I'll get better with my routine here and I'll get better once we get settled and so will you. In the meantime, we can both show ourselves grace for those things that are contributing to our feelings of being spread super thin. Hey, you guys, I'm just going to quickly hit the pause button on this to just say thank you to everybody who has left a star rating and a comment review for the podcast. It truly makes such a significant impact on expanding our ability to reach more young women and encourage them in their confidence, their leadership, their personal journeys. So it truly means the world to me. Each and every review, I love it and I'm so thankful. And if you haven't gotten the chance to do that yet, this is just your friendly reminder that it is something that I would be so grateful from the very bottom of my heart. That is not an understatement. And let's keep going. Another way we can keep our busy schedules from thwarting our efforts to lead and influence others is by prioritizing our commitments and prioritizing where we spend our time. So what if you took some paper and a pen and you wrote down all your commitments? And I mean all your commitments, big and small. And then you just asked yourself, which ones have to stay. So to use myself as an example again, when I was in this crumbling season of just way too much and way too busy a few months back, I reached the point of knowing that I had to let some things go. And I know that has a bad connotation. We think of letting things go and we usually jump to missing out or quitting or things like that, but but it can really have a fantastic outcome if you take that leap of faith and you let go of a couple things. So I had a part-time side job helping someone launch a podcast and then I continued to edit and produce each episode after that. And honestly, I thought it was really rewarding, easy, good work, but it took up a really good amount of time and I knew I didn't want to pursue a future career in podcast production and audio editing. So I gave my notice and I eventually phased out of that and I gained that time back. And I think also just like how love is blind, right? We hear that saying all the time. So when you're dating someone, it's super wise, I think, to ask your closest, most trusted family and friends, hey, what do you think about this person? Do you see us having a future together and why, right? I think sometimes we can be just as blind at least those of us who are a little stubborn, when it comes to career paths and all our different commitments. So it might be smart to go to a friend or someone close to you that you trust and just tell them your current load and ask them for their thoughts. They might be able to reflect back to you that they really see you continuing to shine in one area of your life, but you know, that bi-weekly volunteer gig that you don't really seem to like, it doesn't seem like it's the best fit for you, or it doesn't seem like you're getting any joy out of that, you know, whatever. I've certainly had to do that plenty of times, and I've honestly found it really helpful to hear others' perceptions of what they think is best for me. Does that mean I have to listen? No, but I still think it's really wise to get that outside counsel. That's just a way to help you prioritize by asking other people, but if you can do it on your own, then great. I would just ask yourself, what fulfills you? You know, what gives you life? And so another example here, when I was in that mode where I was trying to decide what do I take off my plate, I knew immediately 
without a doubt that there was no way my health and wellness business was budging from my schedule because I love it. I love walking people through to feeling their very best. I believe that is a desire that God has woven into my heart and I am not budging on that one. Another time-consuming activity that is definitely here to stay for me is cooking. So not only do I love cooking just by itself, (laughs) but I also prioritize doing, you know, the chores, the cooking, and the majority of cleaning and how Drew and I decide to divide and conquer at home. And for me personally, maintaining that commitment is genuinely important to me. So I know that that is absolutely not going to budge. So you can ask yourself, what is important to you? And what is fulfilling to you and what lights you up? And a lot of those answers of things that just aren't going to budge, those are also awesome pieces of feedback for you to give yourself to reinforce or affirm maybe where you are spending your time, right? So if something on your plate right now meets all those criteria, keep it. That's awesome. Another way we can prioritize while learning how to lead because that's what we're all doing, right? We are on this lifelong, amazing journey of leadership. But to continue on that trajectory, despite being spread thin, we can stay true to our core values. So we can ask ourselves what our most prized values are. And as somebody striving to grow in your leadership, I would venture to guess you probably value service. You probably value love, inspiration, encouragement, confidence, generosity, all sorts of those amazing things. And at the beginning of this episode, I admitted that I personally have to fight the urge to go internal, right? And to not be serving, at least not anybody except for myself, when I start to personally feel spread thin. And one way I fight that urge and one way I keep reaching out and texting people and checking in with them even when I feel spread super thin is by reminding myself that service to others is a major priority for me. And I'm not perfect. I fail at this all the time. But service to others is a significant value that I try my best to live out in actions and reminding yourself of those core values that you hold dear and really try and live out is a great way to know how to prioritize the right things while you're spread thin, but still trying to lead. So ask what fulfills you and lights you up from the inside out. Prioritize the things on your plate, taking into account the things that fit those criteria. And does that mean that we never do anything we don't want to do? Definitely not. (laughs) There are going to be plenty of times we are stuck doing things we don't want to do, but that's where I'd say to take into account the longer-term perspective that we chatted about earlier. Another way we can guard our time spent leading and pouring into those around us is by getting rid of distractions. And this is the one that I personally think probably requires the most discipline, especially because in order to determine what is and isn't a distraction, we need to practice some sort of delayed gratification. Consider your plans for this upcoming weekend. Maybe the distraction for you is staying up late on Friday and watching a movie and then being groggy the rest of the weekend so you don't get any of your work done. In the moment, that late night movie might seem like a priority and trust me, I am all for that. I love a great movie night. But if this also happened to be your weekend when you really wanted to get ahead on some work that's piled up so that next weekend you'd be able to be free to visit with friends and family, 
then that movie night is really a distraction and you're better off delaying the gratification of a rest-filled weekend until you're able to pour all that time into what you really care most about, which is the time with your family and friends. And that sort of moves us into our very last way to protect our ability to lead even when we're spread thin. We can be busy and still fit those we care about most into our life. If you listened to the last episode with Rebecca Bender, she had brilliant advice for how she deals with this. So she has a big family. She's got lots of daughters, travels to do speaking engagements all the time. She runs a successful and very quickly growing nonprofit, and she and her family just moved. So in the wake of all that craziness, she was slammed, but she's a great leader, and she still wanted to make time for the people that needed her leadership and needed her encouragement and her effort. So in that busy time, she actually taught herself to respond when somebody asked her if she was free with something like, yes, I'm totally free. What are your next couple of months like for you? Or if we're going to reach out, we could ask something like, I'd love to get together. What are your next couple of weeks like? That just gives us a little bit more buffer to work with when we really might need it. So to wrap things up, we're about to have the change of seasons when most of us are a little less all over the place. I feel like summer can just be a little all over the place with, you know, travel and and more flexible schedules for most of us. But we're most likely about to go into a little bit more of a buckled down and busy time of year. And I feel like that's just oftentimes what fall ushers in. And I think a change of pace is usually welcome. But let's not let the dial get turned up at the expense of reaching out, leading others, and living as an encouraging and influential presence in the lives of others. To maintain our growth trajectory in our leadership development, we are going to, one, develop the discipline to look beyond the here and now. We are going to look past the noise in our lives right now to focus instead on the bigger picture and the long-term goal of our life. And doing that is what will allow us to show ourselves grace for what might be temporarily putting a lot of stress and strain on us. Things like a move, adapting to a new job, working too many jobs, a tumultuous time in a relationship or loss in a family, or maybe just a rough patch. Those are all things that can take up space and contribute to feelings of being spread thin in my book. Two, we are going to prioritize our commitments and prioritize where we spend our time. So you might want to ask a trusted family member or friend for their thoughts on all your different commitments and which ones they see as good fits for your heart, your personality, and your future. You could uh, take some time to write down your commitments and then just ask yourself which ones have to stay which ones are you absolutely not giving up and if you're doing that i would just ask yourself things like what fulfills you what gives you life what are your values because if you're aligning your values with the things you're doing then that's a great sign that it's going to fulfill something deep within you in the long run the third way we can guard our time spent leading and pouring into those around us is by getting rid of distractions And this is where the most discipline comes into play, I think, especially because in order to determine what is and isn't a distraction, we need to practice some sort of delayed gratification. For most of us, that isn't our first pick when we want to choose how to spend our time. And oftentimes that means doing the unfun thing 
before we can enjoy the fun thing. But it's definitely worth it in the long run. And four, we can be busy, we can be spread thin, and we can be feeling like our worlds are turning upside down and we can still fit those we care about into our life. You might need to ask for another week before you can have that time for that important long-distance friendship catch-up phone call. But you can still do it. You might need to spend extra time working or studying so that you have your Saturday actually devoted to the people that you really care about and love. You might make yourself a little late to something just to make time to stop and chat with someone on your commute that looks like they're having a rough day. Whatever it is, people first before the to-do list is really tough to balance, but I think most of us would agree it's always gratifying to spend time pouring into others. I hope this episode spurred on some good food for thought in your brain as you ponder how your schedule is looking right now and where you are on the stressometer of being spread thin or not at the moment. That's cool too. And I'd like to just say thank you for your commitment to listening and that if you ever have leadership topics you'd like to see covered or dug into, please, please, please message me and send over ideas of what you'd like to hear next. As always, I'm super thankful that you're diving deeper into all aspects of your leadership because our world needs more leadership and we definitely need yours. Thanks so much for joining me on the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. If you are as excited as I am about diving into our potential and stepping into the very best versions of ourselves, then follow me on Instagram at bestyoucanbe and don't be afraid to send me a message. You can also visit bestyoucanbe.com and fill out a contact me form. I can't wait to meet you. In this episode, I've stuck my hand out to introduce myself to you, but go ahead and do the same for me. Tell me who you are, what your story is, and what you would like to see most in lessons to apply to your leadership experiences. Until next episode, keep going, keep growing, and keep becoming the best you can be. 